0: I taught you how to become a main event superstar. I taught you how to become a champion. Everyone can agree. And then years later, when you needed to ignite your passion for your life and for this business, you called me. And I navigated you out of those waters. I navigated you through the rocks. I navigated you right here to
1: AEW. Welcome back, everybody, Welcome back. to the War Report. I think this is episode 10. I guess it's a milestone. Yeah, it should now. be episode yeah. 10. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I'm your host, Johnny Rawls. Of course, I'm joined by Cyrus. Jo- Cyrus, what is going on, man?
0: Man, our Basel is finally over. Life in Miami could resume to normal.
1: And I'm, I'm done with work, basically, for the rest of 2019. So I'm doing good. I guess that's until guess that's... AEW rolls around that <laughs> that area, right? Oh, um, uh, yeah. And uh, I'm
0: I'm actually gonna uh, show up to the uh, AEW show that will be in the Watco Center uh, the 15th. But uh, damn, I don't know if I'm gonna make it to the New Japan show either, because there's like they're both coming to Miami, which is great.
1: Well, you're here to hear first. <laughs> it looks like we're gonna have a live report from a AEW show. <laughs> Um and if you go basically yeah on, absolutely uh, I, I probably, like I'm going like
0: I'll be going to AEW first and then I'll see what what is possible for New Japan uh, the New Japan show but AEW is my first priority to see live I want to experience that atmosphere that Twitter like talks about
1: <laughs> the atmosphere and if you've seen reg- you know updated photos I guess from Wednesday I guess a lot of people didn't go to this show.
0: Um, <laughs> <laughs> but what's cool is that like people are saying that like uh, oh AEW should run in a smaller arena. Um, the Waco Center is fairly small. It's where uh, NXT runs their venues, and it's also the building where I graduated at for my high school graduation.
1: <laughs> oh, well, there you go. Sentimental value uh, with your <laughs> AEW show. Um, <laughs> yeah, it should be cool. So both of these shows this week, we'll, we'll just get right into it. I think both of them are building up to their end of the year shows. Uh,
0: mm-hmm.
1: Next week, you know, of course, like NXT will have their big finale, and then ALW Dynamite is calling it their winter finale, and then they will both be off for Christmas. Thank goodness, you know, mm-hmm. give the talent some rest before they come back for the new year. Uh, I think ALW will be back New Year's Day. Uh, NXT will be back the f- week following after I think they're taping sh- uh yeah they're taping matches that will probably air in the interim um mm-hmm. yeah that's what it that's what these shows really felt to me watching them like building up for like these big finales that are gonna come up like because we got titles on the line and if depending on who you ask in AOW, um, <laughs> a titles online at title's not on the line it it depends like it's either shivani or jericho kind of disputing that but we'll see
0: if 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 you ask a wrestler it's no but if you ask like a non-wrestler they're just like yeah it's definitely for the title and it shows me that they're just as confused as we are
1: (laughs) yeah uh let's go let's go to alw dynamite first so to kick off the show we had uh, Moxley and Jericho have a segment. Of course, Moxley had another squash. Then Jericho comes down, and he goes briefly through their WWE history, which I, to me, I thought was... It's not, not much. Yeah, they had that one feud. Uh, he touched on it, and he basically is saying, like, you know, like, you called on me for help, whatnot. and then he offers to join him I- in the inner circle. And this... Segment, to me, felt very WWE-esque. Like, I've... Mm-hmm. Like, I've uh, like, you've seen it with, like, Austin the McMahon. When Austin won the title, believe, against... Yeah, when he won the title against Shawn Michaels that one time. And then the night after, he's like, you know, he, he's going to make him the corporate champion. And then that kicked off the whole Austin-McMahon thing. Uh, it felt like they were basically drawing this out because... You know, yeah. they said you know, don't don't decide now. You know, wait until January, and whoa, well, which
0: is like stalling for the eventual title match that they
1: Yeah, and they uh, announced uh, a new pay per view, AOW Revolution. They're going, you know, surprise, surprise, they're going back to Chicago, February 29th. I do not think that they can lengthen that <laughs> this. With their roster they have right now, I don't think they can lengthen this and hold this off any further. I mean, that's a Mm. month and a half worth of build, and they've already been building to it for three weeks. So,
0: which is like just AEW just getting too like overzealous. Like, slow it down, you know?
1: Yeah, but with that, like, I don't, I say slow it down, but at the same time, like, look at their mid card; they barely have one. They, they don't really have anything and, built yet. You know what I mean? like.
0: And, and honestly, that's that's their own fault. Because, you know, they are speedlining a lot of these feuds. Instead of, you know, focusing a lot on the mid-card, you know?
1: So going off of that, of course, of course that everybody Jungle is familiar that Jungle Boy is going to get a shot at Jericho next week uh, for their finale. Like we said, uh, like we just said, mm-hmm. maybe it's for the title, maybe for it isn't. But... The last I've heard, it's a non-title match. Um, there's a big brawl, and Jungle Boy got an unofficial pin on Jericho. Which, um, one funny thing, like Cornet actually mentioned this. That this is how he would build. He would have built it up, and I thought it was funny <laughs> that like they did the exact same thing. But I thought it was a nice little touch that like Marco stunt count. Like, gets the count, and Jungle Boy gets the, I guess, quote-unquote, win. Um, what, mm-hmm. do you think, <laughs> what do you think Jungle Boy's chances are of actually beating Jericho next week?
0: Absolutely zero. But I do like, you know, a lot of the stuff that they're doing, uh, building up to this. My thing is, is that, you know, they kind of did the same thing. Well, similarly with... Um, with Darby Allen, you know, with like him getting like a couple big wins and then facing Jericho. And then he eventually loses and then, you know, completely dialed it back. So doesn't have well, hopefully, you know. And then, you know, maybe they, uh Jungle Express does become number one contenders. Or, you know, uh Jungle Boy gets like much needed experience and probably see like a character change or just a change in how he works.
1: I, okay, so I'm actually going to go the other way, because just going off what we were thinking about, um, that they need to build a mid-card, and if you're going to do Moxley-Jericho at the end of February, um, you need Jericho to kind of have a foil for a little bit, Uh, and there's this Mm -hmm. thing with Jungle Express and the Inner Circle... I'm gonna go all you know, out on a limb and say that Jungle Boy actually wins. I mean, I think that it's just if Jericho beats another guy, who else is there for him to fight? Like it's like, is he gonna fight Jimmy Havoc? Omega man, Omega man. We'll get into what they're doing with Omega in a little bit, but you can't, Jericho can't keep on running through people. Left uh, and right, you know what I mean. And presumably, Jericho's not going to be on uh, the New Year's show uh, because he's going to be in Japan fighting for WrestleMania <laughs> against Tanahashi. So, you know what I yeah. mean, like, uh, Yeah, the, it, it's just like they're they, uh,
0: you know they they are like running through feuds and a lot of stuff. Like I think uh, I don't think Cody should have done the. You know, the whole, like, oh, never face for the championship again. Because I think, you know, they could have continued that feud going forward, you know. And I also think, like, the win-loss kind of thing also adds into that just slightly. But, um, I don't know. I think, uh, in the long run or just, like, in hindsight, I think Cody should have, like, not done that. And, like, continued that feud with Jericho and eventually, like, we would move on to Moxley. But... What I'm uh,
1: actually going to do a little weird segue here. Um, Jake Hager's <laughs> tweets, <laughs> All right. uh, he was talking about Greta... <laughs> that, that poor... It's just... Why?
0: Did uh, the, the, the young girl that won uh, the time, uh, the Times Person of the Year?
1: Yeah, he was... Yeah. Uh, I'm uh, trying to look up the tweets <laughs> now. Uh, he... Uh,
0: like, he, he basically just has his tinfoil hat on. Thumber. she's saying, like doing amazing
1: things with climate change and travel around the world. And Jake Hager basically goes off and calls time, like, you know, like, it's fake. A joke. joke saying <laughs> that climate change is a lie. Uh, you would think that, you know, the ALW brass would kind of rein in these guys with social media, but apparently not.
0: I don't, I don't know. Uh, I don't think Tony Khan has, you know, just the power to actually, like, or, like, you know, the gusto to uh, do that. Like, even Cody is, like, I think Cody is the best with social media, but I don't think he has, like, like I feel like the AEW locker room just to have a meeting everything out because you know we had the nyla rose thing. we have like the brandy stuff every couple of days um you know we have jake hager doing this we have uh jericho doing that and it, d- it just doesn't seem like every- anybody's on the same page and everybody's like also like lashing out on social media and it's just like let's dial it back and you know show some restraint
1: <laughs> oh uh he said oh, uh- <laughs> Specifically, what good work is Time doing? Are they saving lives with their quote journalism and getting the truth out there? No, they are lying to you. LOL. What critical change? She is propaganda. Greta Thunberg, sixteen-year-old Greta Thunberg, who is working to better the world. Um, <laughs> I know that. God forbid if this is if this was Seth Rollins, uh, everybody would be killing oh. him. Uh, Yo, Seth. So-
0: Seth Rollins can't say anything on Twitter. We can, like, all of us can shame, you know, those journalists for like the lies that they put and debunk rumors that they have. But God forbid if Seth Rollins does it. <laughs> yeah. It <laughs> and it's is just like whatever, man. Like, uh, they don't treat the they don't treat people the same on uh, on Twitter.
1: Yeah. I just wanted to bring that up because I didn't see anybody really cover it, which is funny because, like like we just said, if uh, WWE wrestler sneezed, uh, you know what I mean? Like, there'd be 15 blogs about it, and Jake Hager is going off mm-hmm. on a 16-year-old.
0: Like, uh, Stay well, uh, like, um, Dajakovic said some things, uh, or, like, they pulled up some tweets that uh, Dajakovic said, like, a couple, like, you know, probably, like, a couple of years ago, whatever. They're very and they're still, and like...
1: Yeah, they were very... Yeah, yeah. those were... We talked about there's, that. They're, still, they're still holding
0: that over his head, but Jake Hager can say this yesterday, and everybody doesn't say a peep. Nope. Like, just just treat treat everything you watch the same, or, you know, don't pick a side. Uh, there's casualties on both sides. Uh... But it is what it is. That's just how they want to play the game so AEW could eventually win the
1: war. War. (laughs) Segue back into Dynamite. Cody, QT Marshall, or as we call him, QT Osprey, with uh, Butcher and Blade's (laughs) debut. What do you think about Butcher and Blade? And what'd you think about QT Marshall? My man was at the end of the match was just letting it all go and doing like all sorts of aerial stuff. I mean he messed up the crossroads, um, but like he was he did like a flip and the tope on the outside and then did some like Centon headbutt like that. I was like, Wow, okay. <laughs> A senton
0: headbutt is a good way to put it and make it not seem like uh, he botched that move. Um, QT Marshall, hey man, AEW said, we can't hire Osprey right now, don't worry, we got QT Marshall, baby. <laughs> and this man was going all out, he was doing uh, Sasuke specials and all that stuff. And, you know, wasn't doing it well, but he he showed a lot of heart. Um if if you can't high fly, don't high fly. Um I'm QT Marshall certainly didn't impress me watching this uh watching this match. Um I think the only person that really like impressed me in, in this match was uh Blade. Uh the one that isn't uh Andy Andy Williams. I I think Butcher and Blade are really cool and I think uh they have really good chemistry together. And that was really cool to see i never seen Andy Williams work in a tag team, so it was unique. But QT Marshall, whatever, man. (laughs) Listen,
1: man, uh, QT Marshall actually impressed me because I did not know that he could even (laughs) attempt to even do all that. (laughs) that. And my man was (laughs) trying to get his lucha on. (laughs) <laughs> have you seen any QT Marshall matches before? Because this is my first
0: one, so that's that's why I'm like very low on him. Right. I've now. seen.
1: I, I mean, I've seen uh, stuff that he's done in ALW. I mean, I know he's a 15 year vet. I, I would have to go back and see some matches. <laughs> then, then again, you know, Jr. didn't what? really know the names of Butcher and Blade. So,
0: wait, hold on, hold on, hold on. He's a 15 year vet, and he wrestling like that. Yeah. yeah. All right, man. No, <laughs>
1: it's not sold. All
0: right. All right, man. That 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 even made me go lower on him wrestling like that. Uh, yeah, AEW couldn't hire Osprey, so they got this dude to like sub in.
1: Okay. Uh, <laughs> I I mean, like I said, I was until the crossroads spot, which he which crossroad. he botched. Uh, I was like, all right. Um, I like Butcher and Blade. I, I hate yeah. that they're kind of – boy, they're entangled into this whole MJF thing. And that's another thing I wanted to point that's out. Cody's to- coming out, right, in his entrance, and he tried to <sighs> do screen and screen with an MJF promo, and you can't hear it. They have, uh, all yeah, they right? have Cody's oh my God. music blaring. And you could barely hear what MJF said said. Thankfully, he came out and did another promo after this. But I was like, all right, like this Ridiculous. is this is another week with audio issues. Like
0: everybody's just like, you know, they're there's they're are a brand new company, you know, give us some time. All right, how much time you need to just learn how to lower the volume? Like, hi, like, should I give you a year to realize that, you know, maybe you should turn Cody's music down? Like, are we, like seriously? Like, ridiculous. And, you know, obviously, like, I was the only, like, at the time, I was live-tweeting it since I watched AEW first this week, and I was the only person on the timeline that even had that, like, complaint.
1: <laughs> but I thought it was just me. No, I couldn't. I couldn't hear it at all. I actually had to turn it up and still couldn't hear half of it. But. Uh, I thought it was the right thing that Butcher and Blade got the win. Of course, there's a couple after angles. Uh, Darby Allen came out and helped up Cody. There's a stipulation there. He said that he would team up him against Butcher and Blade. And if they win, Cody has to give him a rematch because, of course, they went in that draw. Uh, That's a nice little segue there to bring back Darby Allen because Mm -hmm. it's been about two weeks since we've seen him. And then... Like I said, MJF comes out and does a promo. Now, I actually really actually like this promo. <laughs> um, I, I I think
0: it kind of just like went a little yeah. too long for me. Also, just like uh, just the structure of where this promo is placed. It, it kind of just like, you know, I was just like this obviously could have done like been done better. Better? Yeah. But, uh, I think MJ, like, the MJF promo was really good. Like, I think, uh, it probably should have ended, like, <laughs> five minutes ago, but it was well, really it's good. Just well,
1: it's just weird because you had weird. Cody kind of stand there after the whole Darby Allen thing and you have, like, the commercial and picture-in-picture, picture. then he goes to the back, and then MJF comes out. So it was like, did they not pass each other before, like? Like, you know what I mean? Like,
0: why could not MJF like come out after Cody lost and then barred him up? You know, like it could it could have been structured a little better. But overall, the MJF promo is really. But yeah, good.
1: I like what he did with the kiss the ring thing. It harkened back to uh, Cody's uh, ROH run. That was pretty cool. It was funny. He was making mm. really fun of his lisp. <laughs> <laughs>
0: People were down on him doing uh, the Kiss the Rain thing, but obviously it's like a, like to spite Cody, yeah, you know, guy. kind of thing. So I was just like, yeah, I was just like, I'm not too worried about so this.
1: So he says that he'll fight him, but of course it's with stipulations, and we won't hear about that until Jacksonville. So I guess stay tuned until the 1st, and then we'll figure out what's going on there. What do you think about Big mm-hmm. Souls debut against Emi Sakura?
0: Uh, I thought it was cool. Um, not not Amy Sakura, but I th- uh, did get a lot out of her. Or, they got a lot out of each other. Um, it was a really good match. I'll say that.
1: I thought it was uh, finally good to see Big Swole on like, the main show, because she's had a lot of dark matches. Uh, it was weird because Hikaru Shida was... Like, at ringside, and they were harping that, you know, like, she's the number one contender for now. But if you look at those rankings, that's not yeah. quite what <laughs> happened. So, next week, you're going to have Britt Baker versus newly signed Chris Statlander, was is and 2-0, who has jumped over Hikaru Shida, And the winner of that is going to fight Riho... New Year's Day, uh, on AOW Dynamite. I kind of want to segue into the Brandy promo. Eh. (laughs) and Okay. (laughs) So, Brandy has, like, the kind of Nightmare Collective promo where she alludes that Riho's not there to defend the title. Uh, Leva Bates.
0: Wait, uh, you, you kind of, uh, you cut out once you said Brandy. Um.
1: All right, can you hear me now? All right. Yeah, you good? I'll just do it over again. Uh, so yeah, no Brandi alludes to Riho not being there, uh, to at all to defend I, the title. I don't know why. Okay, so you just kind of <laughs> <laughs> you kind of trashed your your champion, right? She alludes to Leva Bates taking pins all the time. And then she alluded to Britt Baker alluding to Adam Cole, which Britt has never done. Uh Excalibur did that. And then there's this weird mm-hmm. thing where um she kisses a bald man's head and then I guess they'll reveal that later. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, I if that's another uh like a new day. I don't like but uh I guess like the nightmare collective needs a male wrestler so they could probably like run a muck in the males division. So it's not a uh, too women dominant, I guess. But, um, Britt Baker has never mentioned Adam Cole once on the show,
1: but you know how many times Brandy has mentioned Cody? She mentions him. She mentions him in this like, promo. Like, like,
0: like for real, I, I hope when they give uh when they give uh Brit the mic or just like you know a little vignette so she could like you know kind of like defend herself at some point in time she does bar uh Brandy up because I'm pretty sure a lot of people are like not a big fan of her yeah so, I
1: I was looking on Twitter and know. stuff and a lot of people are not fan of brand of Brandy and this whole Nightmare Collective thing uh. <laughs> It, it, it just, it, it
0: takes up a lot of time away from women that actually do wrestle on the
1: shows. I kind of want to just see, I see where it goes, and, but like, you know, if Brandy's not going to wrestle, you know what I mean? Like, I, Awesome Kong already, they, you know, they've already said that she's going to be limited wrestling, so what are they doing? You know, like, what is this building to? Yeah, yeah, Adam Cole uh, doesn't wrestle for AOW, like, but he gets mentioned in AOW a lot. <laughs> it's like the greatest <laughs> promo ever.
0: Uh Is it, this like Brandy I mean uh Brit is a dentist and she's Adam Cole's uh girlfriend. Like relax, like she's more than that. She's she's a like uh she's a developing wrestler, like you know, uh she might not be the crisp but you know she is learning, and she will get better over time. And I don't think you constantly mentioning that she's a dentist over her progression in wrestling does yeah, her any it's favors. It's weird that
1: like, you know, the first woman signed there. Like now they're pushing the whole thing of Adam Cole's girlfriend. You know what I mean? Especially because he works for another you know, like, company. She's more know? than that.
0: Yeah, and also she's, she's more than, than that. You know, like
1: in the women's division. You know. I don't get it. Uh, At the top of the women's rankings, so I don't get it. It is women's. I, I, don't get it. I guess we'll just wait and see. The, <laughs> you know, like
0: yeah, how it plays so, out. So
1: Kenny Omega is kind of in between two storylines. Uh, so you have basically Pac calling him out for his rubber match. I'm like, okay, Pac is about to be in yet another series. So, he had one with Hangman Page, and now he's about got- to have one with Kenny Omega. Uh, if you watch AOW Dark, Kenny and uh, Kip Saban actually had a really good match on there. Like, it was... Uh,
0: funny thing, I was watching AEW Dark, and then uh, J5 texted me like, Hey, you want to play Tekken? And I was just like, wow. sure, why not? <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah i I really like that match. Um, Kenny Omega is seems like he's I'll go back and a, check out. Uh, ALW Dark Mainstay because <laughs> he's been on it so much. I mean, I guess the Bucks have been on it. Cody has been on it, but like as far as singles, Kenny has been on it the most. I know they're trying to get views on ALW Dark because <laughs> they've kind of been down lately, but um. How do you feel about Kenny Omega being featured prominently on AOW Dark? Because I think this is either his fourth or fifth match on there.
0: Um, I don't think I don't think they should like really focus on AEW Dark that much. Uh, I think it should just be the recap show featuring like some matches. Like it should like I don't see Jimmy Havoc on there. You know, or, you know, uh, I haven't seen Joey Janela on there in a, uh, in a while. Like, I think you should honestly be, I think Kenny Omega should be an attraction, you know. And I think they already spoiled that. Like, there's no way that Kenny could be an attraction now, uh, especially with him having a match. Uh, the Hybrid 2 you know, running amok on, uh, like, on Dark, you know? Like, just have the people that, you know, wouldn't really be featured on the show. Like, Kenny could be featured on the show whenever he needs to be. But so why does he really need to be on Dark, you know? I, I just really find it weird with him being the AEW Dark <laughs> All-Star.
1: So going off of that, uh, of course, you had Pac. But then <laughs> there's this Omega Hangman tag team and there was tension the entire time like hangman basically like tagging himself in and not really being warmed up to kenny and
0: and you really and you wouldn't know why so excalibur basically explains to you that you would have to watch being the elite on youtube and uh hangman page is kind of distancing it dis this himself i can't talk (laughs) Yeah, kind of like uh, just you know, a way
1: from. You look at the cut, uh, out, B&D Elite cut Elite, out the Elite, thing. Views, like, so like start from there.
0: Oh, sorry. Um, like you wouldn't really know what's going on unless you like watch Being the Elite, and then I looked at the Being the Elite views on YouTube and like. They're not a lot, so there's probably like twelve people that like actually know what the hell is going they're on like this around, week.
1: They're one eighty k. That's not a lot,
0: and that's like that's like 10, 6 to ten percent of the viewing audience of AEW.
1: Yeah, so like, like maybe they're teasing the Omega Hangman feud down the road where like. Hangman turns heel. We'll see about that. And then Kip Saban and <clears throat> Kip Saban and Sean Spears had a tag team. It was weird because Tully comes out and said like Sean is looking for a tag team partner. And I'm like, oh my god, we have another tag team in AOW. Like,
0: uh, like. Uh, what is it? Tully Blanchard during I think uh Sean Spears entrance is just like I came up with one of the most greatest tag teams in AEW and I was just like You just put like a random dude with uh with Sean Spears, like they don't have any chemistry of the sort. like and I don't see them being a tag team going forward, so let's like dial it right, back so a let, bit. Let me
1: kinda like paint the picture of what happen afterwards so joey janela comes out the lights go out enough of that in the aow like it seems like this is once every single show (laughs) that the lights go out okay
0: you remember when they did it like three times in one show
1: is there like does somebody pull a fire alarm or somebody messing with the electricity or something like that i'm like okay the lights go out until he's tied up At the top of the ramp, right? So, it's Joey Janela who does this. Joey... Sean Spears somehow goes down there. He beats up Joey Janela and is able to untie Tully Blanchard. And then Tully... uh, No. Joey is, like, crouching down, hiding from... I guess, hiding from... uh, Sean Spears, waits for him to untie him and then attacked him. Like, I'm like, wait, is... for... Yeah, wait like, for what him is to going reply. on here? <laughs> so like that whole thing was kind of botched. Like the, the, the Omega hangman crew mm. but they're really doing, you know, going with Janelle and Sean Spears. But I was just so confused. I'm like, all right, like, first of all, Joey <laughs> tied him up terribly. Uh... If, Sean was able to untie him <laughs> within two seconds, and then like, why not just attack Sean when he's trying to untie tully like he just waited he's like all right like let me give him a let me give him a second here
0: <laughs> I, I don't know that's a ni i like if uh, Sean Spears is doing the thing with uh, Omega right now, like what happened to the Joy Janella thing? Because we really haven't seen development of that in a, uh, like last week. And then Joy Janela came out and I was just like, oh, they are continuing this feud. And then it was just like, it, you know, it went poorly. And I was just like, why are they continuing this feud? Uh, hopefully uh, in the, I think for the New Year's show or just like uh, next week, they kind of just, get this thing together and then we can move forward. So the
1: end of the night, you had the Texas three fight. Uh, You had the young bucks versus uh, Santana Ortiz. would you think? I mean, this is their second match that they had in ALW. I thought the first one was pretty good. It just ran way too long. Um, Um, I,
0: I don't, I like the Texas three fight, but so I don't, don't like, like the, the result bucks. of the
1: Texas three fight. So you don't like the Bucs? Uh,
0: if that makes sense. No, I don't. um I think Inner Circle looks okay. like a whole bunch of jobbers. Yeah, because
1: Sammy did lose earlier.
0: And, and Jericho
1: is just a guy allowed. Yeah, you're right. Sammy did lose earlier on to Luchasaurus. So, you know, you had that happen.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And I guess the Bucks would be 5-3. and three. And uh, Santana and Ortiz are on a two match losing streak now. So, that's losing streak.
0: so, like, are you like, are you serious?
1: I I mean, I, I like this match. Of course, like, you know they had the, you know the helmet spot. <laughs> that was like,
0: yeah. They, they did a lot of goofy stuff, but just, like, after, like, the first Young Bucks match with, like, all the weird selling that was in that one, I'm just, like, it is what it is. It didn't really bother me too much. Uh, like, uh, also, like, the chair spot where he kind of just, like, stood there waiting for, like, the drop kick to come. Like, that, it didn't bother me. I just think, like, Santana and Ortiz or Pride and Powerful just look like a bunch of, like, they look like a joke. Like, why, why aren't they getting, like, 50? So, you know,
1: I don't know. I don't know if with the SCU match going like next week, if Pride and Power Four are gonna like get involved week. and then cost the Bucks the, you know the the match. But I'm like, oh wow, they are prolonging this feud, and then we have yet another rubber match situation. I feel like everything in AOW comes down to rubber matches, like. 50-50-50-50. Uh, <laughs>
0: the, la- the last thing I want is for Pride and Powerful to interfere in that match. I want them to just get away from the Bucks. Uh, maybe they can fight uh, Hybrid 2 of some sort, get them on the show, or whenever... Dark Order uh, gets their stuff together with uh, all the vignettes they've been doing uh, in the past two weeks. Like, maybe they go against them. Like, honestly, at this point, I don't think they're ever going to, like, truly beat the Bucks. <laughs> or, you know, like, beat the Bucks when it matters. So it's, it's like, whatever to me at this point. Or look, when... They-
1: so next week, <laughs> uh, for the big, yeah.
0: Number one contenders. Finale. Like, yeah. I, I don't get it. Uh,
1: so you got... <laughs> Jericho versus Jungle Boy. You have Chris Statlander versus Britt Baker, and then you have the tag team titles match with SCU and the Young Bucks. That's how they're going to end the year. Uh, what do you <laughs> What do you think about that card? I know we're going to the NXT, and there are two big, big title matches that are going to happen. Um,
0: uh, I'll t- I'll say this. I'm looking forward to the women's match, but I won't be watching AEW first uh, <laughs>
1: next week. I um I'm also looking forward to the women's match. I think SCU and the Young Bucks are going to be decent. I think, dependent on what Jericho shows up, Jungle Boy and Jericho sh- should be fun. But um, let's get into NXT. Yeah, let's. I will yeah, yeah. Sure point, hope. right. So let's get into NXT because there was a lot of buildup here. They, I mean, I felt like there was some stuff that happened um, to get us to next week. But ultimately, I feel like, you know, the finale is almost TakeOver-esque, if you want to say. Uh, oh, yeah. They're, they're ending the year strong. Angel Garza, my man, had a huge night huge night they gave him and Leo time this was almost 30 minutes this was a hell of a match I liked it even better than their first match mm-hmm. uh Andrew Garza is your new uh cruiserweight champion not only is he a champion and wrestling he's a champion in life because he also proposed to his girlfriend and she said yes <laughs> so you got a proposal and the championship what did you feel about this match
0: I thought this match was absolutely fantastic. I really liked this match a lot. Um, my like my only like nitpick or whatever is that they chase the cruiserweight like there's a cruiserweight champion like every or like month. I was really dual. Uh, but if if he had to lose it to anybody, I'm glad it was Andrew uh, <laughs> Andrew Angel Garza. Uh, I think he's yeah, like I absolutely you, fantastic.
1: Everybody. They play a lot of hot potato with the cruiserweight title. Uh, I want to see them fight one more time, but I also want to see Andrew Garza hold the belt for a while. You know what I mean? Like,
0: oh yeah, Uh, I would love a rubber match, but Leo can lose. But like, I'm curious on uh, where does Leo go next after uh, after the possible rubber match? Or I don't, I don't see Leo going against Walter.
1: You know what I mean? Like. You, know what you mean <laughs> I, <was,
0: laughs> I want to see. Uh, I want to see. Uh, did they? Did they do Leo Rush and Kushida yet? Because I would love to see I that. Say
1: yes, but like, if not, I, I would love yes, to see it again. But like... You know, I, if they did I it, it like, it it'd be great. <laughs> yeah. Uh, give me, give me that match. I, I would love to. So, Dakota Kai and Mia Yim, Uh, we had. An inkling that this was going to be kind of a blood feud. I've been impressed with Mia Yim in recent weeks. She's really upped her game. Dakota's really changed her whole offense style up with the, the heel stuff. Um, do you agree with Dakota Love getting it. the win in the fashion that she did? It was kind of like like the sneaky heel thing. I, I really like yeah. how they did that.
0: Absolutely. Uh Cause if Mia wins, like you kind of just like killed all the momentum that uh, Dakota like has right now. So I'm very, I'm very glad that she got the win, even do, even though it is through sneaky means. But you know, NXT has always been good at prolonging like feuds for a really long time, sometimes longer than usual. So like uh, this can easily last until the takeover that will be in. Yeah, and uh, then
1: you can have Knox Portland, back then, right? You know. Yeah,
0: and I don't, like, it doesn't matter if ka Mia-Yim, to get her revenge anyway, so Um, it is what it
1: is. So you have a huge after-match spot where Dakota Kai does, like, a suplex, well, Mia-Yim and Dakota Kai did, like, this huge suplex spot, Mia-Yim kind of gets her heat back. Dakota has had stitches. She's on the injury report. Because uh, oh. it looked Yeah. Oh for yeah, real? Looks, oh I didn't I see mean, that That's the so way she landed the way, the way they both landed was really rough. Like Yes. Yeah. <laughs> really rough.
0: Uh she kinda like uh I'm not sure if her head banged on the other table, but they did miss the second table that was uh there. It might have like the table might have just been there for safety, but like yeah, she kinda uh I think she would land pretty nasty on that. This is like the second time in like
1: Dude, the a month that been she's been on the ECW. Report. Like <laughs> yeah. Uh just to segue into another the other women's match. Bianca Belair and Kalen Carter. Fine match. What are they doing with Bianca?
0: Get Bianca out of here. Please. Like, the NXT pool right now is way too small for her. Uh... Please get her out there on SmackDown or Raw. It doesn't matter. Just please get her out of there. Cause this, like, this match was really good, but you can't, you can't keep her here no more, man. She's like, she's an amazing wrestler. You can't keep her around here anymore. She needs to go. Triple H, please take the death grip off and let her go.
1: Especially let her fly watching, free. Man. Uh, SmackDown and Raw, they're in need. Need of another,
0: yes, huge
1: personality from the women's division. They need it, like and like
0: face Lacey Evans. You you serious? Come on, man. I'm not buying no face Lacey Evans, man. Like please, Bailey please take Bianca, Bianca up there.
1: You know, even though I think well, she would go to Raw because the street. Yeah. and Bianca, oh, or
0: Charlotte great. and Bianca. You know? Oh, that would be like, right now, Raw is like a five, like a four-women division. <laughs> and, uh, and SmackDown is a three-woman division, even though they're trying to do stuff with uh, uh, Criss Cross or uh, Bliss Cross, or whatever the hell they're called. <laughs> and, uh fire and desire, Dana Brooke. And, you know, they're trying to make use of the women, but, like, it's whatever, like, <laughs> SmackDown is trying to get the use out of them women, like, they're trying to use them, but, like, t- take Bianca out there so there's actually, like, like, you know, something in up, like, the mid-card.
1: Xia Lee. like, you know what I mean, like, people like that, it, they, you know, Tanara, uh, you can't do that if, like... Bianca and them stay there, like, eventually, like, H-Man is going to have to let them go. <laughs> yeah, and also, it, it just, uh, it led me, to her, so, where is Io uh, yes, e. Shirai? This week. She was absent. Yes, she was absent
0: this week. Uh, she was absent last week as well, right?
1: Yeah. Yeah, Sorry, it's, it's, last week I was mean, a blur. you're going to you're gonna have to do something. <laughs> yes. Whether it's in the new year, after this takeover, Bianca's more than ready to move. Like, you know what I mean? Like, these matches and stuff, like, everybody's going to be like, oh, well, Bianca's in like, the hunt. Free, right? How long is she going to be in the hunt? Well, well, you know what Bianca I mean? Like, it's... Oh, I don't know. <laughs> street,
0: like, uh... <laughs> If Shayna doesn't lose the title next week,
1: I'm not, I'm not working I myself to I need now. Bianca to go. As much as I think like, Rhea is going to win, and this is the way where you do it they go off the New Year, I'm not doing that to myself. I, I think that I'm going until I see different. <laughs> Shayna is going to win. Shayna is going to win somehow, whether it's going to be a DQ or something like that, and they're going to prolong it into February uh, until I see um, Rhea holding up. T- well, and, and I, can't, can't, I can't, I
0: can't, I can't take it no more, man.
1: Physically, I'm, I'm going with Shayna, but it's time for Bianca to move <laughs> on. Uh, there was also Worlds Collide uh, hype here. Uh, yeah, it's going to be on January 25th. Jackson Riker versus Travis Banks from NXT UK. Riker loses. <laughs> Are you? Oh, wait, uh, like. Why,
0: why, why is this the match that you would use to promote? Uh,
1: it makes Riker worlds like collide.
0: <laughs> like, how, how does this make me excited in the slightest? The boring guy from NXT UK and the boring guy in the in the uh, tag team that is literally called Forgotten Sons. Well,
1: it's funny because, like,
0: are you serious?
1: All three basically, all three of the forgotten sons are there, but Travis Banks, my man, still gets the win. <laughs> like, I don't know, I don't know what they're doing with Riker, and I know people are like, uh, oh, we don't care about for- the forgotten sons, but we've been saying on the show for a little bit that, like, we want to.
0: One NXT, you remember that one NXT takeover? Where he interfered in the match, and it literally it took reminded me of, everybody uh, to put him down.
1: Where uh, the kids like light up the big guy, like they've learned how, like you know, punch punch up the light up doll. <laughs> that that's what it felt that like when I was watching the Jack that Jackson Riker spot, like
0: ridiculousness. This this match was uh. That match made me anything but hyped for. Uh, yeah, I'm like worlds collide.
1: You can do like. Yeah, I'm like hmm. Anybody else? Like, Maybe like Tyler Bate versus. Anybody else. You know, Kona Reeves or something. Well, I don't know if that would <laughs> if that would get you hyped, but like. <laughs> Kona ratings Reeves. Co- uh, uh, Kona ratings older, Reeves, bro. Okay. Uh, But um. Yeah, this like, was like I'm like, all right, yeah, words collide. Oh, Travis Banks beats up Jackson Jackson Riker, the big guy. Yeah, all right, cool, great.
0: Like, I I honestly would have. Um... Probably, like, Mark Andrews and, uh, Flash Morgan Webster versus, like, Undisputed Era or, you know, uh, or something. You know, like, get somebody from, uh, NXT UK that is actually, like, like, you know, slightly over. Like, I would have had Jordan Devlin here and not Jackson Riker. um... And maybe switch out Travis Banks for, yeah, maybe Creona, uh, Kona Reeves or Cameron Grimes. But uh, he would, like, uh, he's doing a thing with Koshida. But, like, still, you know, they could have, like, slid the angle in there. Yeah, this match does not get me hyped for uh,
1: oh, uh, <laughs> world so Collide. What did you think about the Shayna and Rayo videos uh, so. that they were running throughout the night?
0: Um, I thought it was cool. Uh, you get to see uh, Shannon just like being like uh, I I like I agree like until I see Rhea uh, holding that title she's just going to be sleeping like everybody else and I thought I that was like all, that I thought they, that that was like a <laughs> Rhea's kind
1: of whole journey there because people forget like she's 22 she's either 22 mm-hmm. or 23 like she's super young and she's Oh yeah, Basically, like, a prodigy. You know what I mean? Like, she was 19, she came in. She had that, like, gimmick. And then she turned into this gimmick. And really has, like, built up to this point. I really like how they have built, you know, this whole match to feel really important. Because, you know, like, it does feel like a takeover. You know, you don't have to wait until... These takeover things to have like these big matches, and yeah. That's what I really liked. Um, I I'm still not choosing Ray to win, though. I, I can't, I can't do it. I I can't do it. <laughs> <laughs> I think
0: it makes me th- shows like this where a lot of titles are on the line. Uh, post that February takeover. You know, um, like I would say so um, due to you know next week being like a title like uh, a title match heavy show and it's like post war games, but who knows? Maybe they just want to blow out something for the big like, year. Kind of like you know? the
1: thing, image that you have is like yeah, Shane like a losing, the and then like when we come back, like. Shayna's showing, <laughs> Shayna showing up on SmackDown. <laughs> uh, she, she, she,
0: she ain't showing up on all no day on SmackDown, man. She ain't going nowhere. But, uh, no, nah, I, I just hope uh, this is a trend that uh, that happens going forward where there are shows that are, like, title match heavy or just, like, the main titles that aren't the Cruiserweight title or the North American are on the line. I hope that's, like, a, a trend that that goes forward and will change. And Finn
1: Balor, the show. Keith Lee, Tommaso Ciampa, triple threat. I love how they all played off on each other. I love how Keith Lee still looks strong. I love how they built up the spot where Tommaso finally, like, uh, picked him up. I love how Balor was sneaky and did, like, the coup de grace. Like, it was... Mm-hmm. One thing that I love about NXT is how they book their triple threats or, like, you know, like, their Fatal 4 ways. Like, they every guy looks strong. And even though Keith Lee took the pen here, mm-hmm. um, it was because Balor, like, basically kind of, like, snuck by and got the coup de grace. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Um... I thought I thought this match was absolutely fantastic. Uh, I I did have my worries like a couple like weeks ago about like Tomás like a Tommaso Ciampa versus Finn Balor match and who would like win that. But I think uh, Keith Lee being in the mix is really cool. Um, uh, you know, his official title match. I guess he I guess he isn't like guaranteed anything. <laughs> uh, since losing his uh, title due to injury, like they were just like too bad, so sad, or maybe they're saving it for the February, or not even uh, maybe for a Mania weekend. Who knows? But uh, I think I think Keith Lee being in the match uh, really, really uh, improved the match and just made me think that. It was going to be better than what we've might have seen if it was just a singles match between uh, Chopper and
1: Balor. It's okay. Like you know what I mean. I think they cash that down the road. If they don't move him up, you never know. <laughs> um, he is fine. He will be fine. Lee is, um, is fine. He's so fine. Perfectly got okay. Balor versus Adam Cole next week. I got two questions for you. I kind of like to send this off. Do you think it's too soon for them to do Finn Balor versus Adam Cole, and who do you think wins? I at that see that's my thing too. I thought I was absolutely like, ah. uh,
0: this uh, way, 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 way too early. But I think it, it, I think it's the same thing, kind of with uh, Jericho and Moxley, where it's just like it's too soon, you know, to be like kind of teasing that thing. But it's just like it's kind of like inevitable. Like, you kind of just, like, want to get it out of the way or just, you know, get it together. Uh, I think Cole wins by sneaky means. Or maybe not sneaky means. Maybe uh, Chompa interferes. Who knows? I I feel like there's going to be interference of some sort. I don't think there will be a definitive winner.
1: You don't want Finn to lose clean right now. That would just kill the whole... Uh, tweener yeah, thing that he's you doing and I don't think you necessarily want Cole, Cole to lose right now either I, I think you want him to the, the storyline that yeah. you really want to do is the Undisputed error to lose those titles one by one and I think that you do it with you know the North American title and the tag titles and then kind of like the ultimate culmination of that is Adam Cole losing the world title and then you send, and then you send them off. Like they've all undisputed era has been there almost three years. I think it's time. You know, you've seen them on the main <laughs> roster with Survivor Series. They are more than ready, more than ready. And uh, there's a there's a roster that could yeah. use them. And that yes, I am talking Uh-oh. about SmackDown. And <laughs> I love how everything's like you know what SmackDown oh, yeah. can use like everyone.
0: Uh, you know a little a show talk or you know or main roster talk I think uh SmackDown is an awful show right now i i I think it 's absolutely abysmal um, I watch it straight via tweets now or like via gifs. like i don't i don 't watch it i don 't watch
1: it how I watch raw. I'm, I'm just going to keep it a stack. I also um, am going to go with Cole winning by sneaky means, but not a clean pen. It's going to be like Chompa or Keith Lee kind of interfering. Yeah. I don't, I don't, don't think yeah. So I, I think Chompa the, interfering for, to, for sure. To round out the year. Uh, we yeah, got two big matches in the NXT, two big title matches. We got, got AOW Dynamite. They're trying to do something to counteract it, um, <laughs> if you want to call it that. Um, <laughs> <laughs> now, with our show next week, counter, um, we're going to Awards. Uh, <laughs> uh,
0: I, I, I think... I think we should do a report card or some uh, some sort for AEW because they yeah, haven't we'll been do, around as long, we'll do but big we have a lot. Report
1: for AEW. Of- um, I wanted to before we get out of here because we record on Friday night. I wanted to get your brief thoughts on what just happened at ROH mm-hmm. final battle. Um. So in case you don't know, <laughs> or not watching ROH, uh, Pico has won the world title from Rush. Uh. Yes, Pico is the world champion. Uh, Rush, if you want to believe the rumors, his contract is up soon. And that could be an indication that he will be indeed leaving. So So what do you think (laughs) about Pico winning and being the world champion of Ring of Honor?
0: The last thing I watch for ROH is for something for spot callers. Um, I, I honestly don't know how to feel about ROH. Um, <laughs> hey, Rush, man. I know Andrade told you a couple years ago that NHC is not the place that you want to be right now, but this is the place you want to be uh, right now.
1: <laughs> um... I
0: Like... Give, giving your main title to somebody that is like fifty plus or however the hell old uh, Pico is, like whatever. Like, I, I think his gimmick, like his indie gimmick, ran stale for like long ago, like since the Walter match. Like, he's just a guy that can take bumps and not be injured for x amount of uh, x amount of months. Like, I don't think he's I, um... good.
1: <laughs> I I can't believe it. I, it the the, the I, I basically it, falling apart of ROH is amazing to see, uh, and I think that all came to a head in their MSG show when uh, New Japan talent was clearly pissed off, uh, and I'm going to say that uh, the Gorillas of Destiny, in particular, mm-hmm. uh, them uh, running. <laughs>
0: That might be the and, intro. Um, uh, that might be the intro uh, or the outro to this episode. <laughs> with Enzo
1: and Kaz that didn't pay off. Um, not putting the title on Marty when he's at the height and giving it to Matt Taven. Where it kind of... I was there because I was like photographing and it sucked the life out of everyone. Like it took the Okada and Jay White match to kind of bring everybody back. But like, <laughs> everybody was just kind of in disbelief. And speaking of Marty, he is no longer... He is no... Longer under contract with ROH. So, last question: Where do you think that Marty Skirtle goes? Do you think he goes with his elite buddies?
0: Um, I, uh, I think, um, honestly, he he's he's just gonna have to play it smart. Um, obviously, if he goes to AEW, he's obviously going to be treated better. He's going to be treated as, like, a main event talent right out the gate. Uh, and, you know, NXT, they're going to try to, like, you know, take some time and, uh, do their, you know, just their NXT thing with, like, molding them or just, like, seeing what they can, like, really do and seeing if they're more than, a, a bingo hall talent, I guess, or whatever, um...
1: NXT UK. Marty,
0: just just come to just come and c man. That's what a paper is, man. Um, NXT UK? And, or, or NXT UK. You could go home or, you know, you could do the. I don't... I don't really place... Right now in AEW. Like, I don't know where he squeezes in or who, who he feuds with. Um, so they probably, like, just... <laughs> think it over, you know, you're a free man, <laughs> do your thing, but um, as, as far as ROH, I'm sorry if this makes me sound like a, like a sort of shill of some sort. <laughs> But um, I can't wait for that company to go under so WWE can put their library on the WWE network so I can see Samoa Joe versus CM Punk go two and a half hours or however freaking long they went in that match and, you know, it's live bad. my life.
1: <laughs> it is, uh, I'm happy for Look Pico. I'll just say that, like kind of signing off, good for him. But, uh... Woof. <laughs> that's, that's their big pay-per-view. That's how it ended. A lot of that's, seats that's open, apparently. Um, a lot of talent leaving. And, uh... <laughs> wow. Uh... Oh, ROH, oh, is
0: going, ROH is going they under they 2020, 2020 baby. Year, See you next year.
1: Have, <laughs> it looks like more talent leaving again. So... Yikes. All right, that does it for our show this week. Uh, next week, of course, we're going to have the new you know, right, end of year blowout with big shows, our ALW report card, our NXT yeah. awards. Uh, as always, you can follow us at RNC Radio Live. Cyrus, what do we got? As always, follow us at RNC Radio Live. What do we got? <laughs> RNC Radio
0: Live, baby. Uh, We got uh, Late Fees with Denzel Washington. We got RSPN where Mark and Jeff lie about me being an alcoholic lightweight. Um, We got uh, ROP Gaming with uh, Meals. He'll be talking about Pokemon Sword and Shield. But we also have Mount Silver where uh, Jeff, Meals, and Pat will also be going depth uh, on Pokemon uh, Sword and Shield. Of course, um, you know, talking everything on the main roster. Uh, we got the – oh, uh, we don't have the feel big guys this week, unfortunately, because Jamal is sick. Um, we have uh, – it's a challenge. Yeah, feel better. Uh, it's getting cold up there, so I understand. Um, it's a challenge. Uh, Maggie and Meals, Meals, the man of 100 podcasts right now. Um They're doing the finale for that and they grade the performance of the people uh, on the real world, which is a blast to listen to. (laughs) And, uh, please hashtag get meals, uh, get meals and magic to host the finale of the show so I could, so I could hear meals talk about how more athletic he is. (laughs) Um, but yeah, that's about it. Um. This week, we're starting, uh, this, we're early into December. There's going to be a lot of year-end shows coming for RNC Radio. Um, we have our playlist on uh, Spotify, Apple Music, and Tide. So if you want to listen to my nice chop and playlist, you can listen to that. You can listen to our uh, year-end Oh yeah, while you Christmas shop, uh, our year-end playlist to just listen to R&C, all of RNC's uh, favorite songs throughout the year. Um, we probably should have put more pop smoke on that, but uh, <laughs> <laughs> lately, uh, RNC All Star mascot right now is Pop Smoke. <laughs> but yeah,
1: uh, that's that's all. Right, all that's us for us uh, for this come week. Come on back next week. This is us signing off. All right,